Welcome in, everybody, to Two Guys Watching Wrestling. Uh, second series almost wrapping up. We've got two episodes left, including this one. This is episode nine. It is the second pay-per-view of 2006 for ECW. And I believe the last ECW brand pay-per-view. I know on the network they cheat a little bit and put the next two one-night stands in that category, but I don't think those really count. December to dismember. So we're just wrapping up 2006. Uh, we got this pay-per-view, and then next week we have the rest of December's TV broadcasts, and then we're done for the year. So right off the bat, Mike went. Rich Ellison. Rich, how are you doing today? I, I'm so excited with this. Uh, was it? What, how, what do they call this in TV world? The pre, the pre preemptive episode or before something ends? Uh, sure. You're a TV uh, well, guy. Well, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I would call this the episode before the last episode, the, the episode <laughs> before the finale. You know, it's like you, you always watch, uh, you watch shows like, I don't know, Walking Dead or whatever. And it's like at the end, they're like three episodes left. Two episodes, one episode left. And it's like, oh, dude, just, you know, we get it. We're watching week to week. We can count. Thank you. But yeah, so we got we got this episode here, December to this member. Uh, it's nice for me because I only had to watch this one show instead of a whole month of fucking TV. Uh, and the next week, we're back to uh, um, the last month of TV. We're wrapping up ECW's Rebirth uh, 2006. And uh, and then we're moving on uh, with our lives. <laughs> so this this re this rebirth, I'm telling you, and then we'll do we'll do a little it's bit more of a like recap. an afterbirth. <laughs> I'm telling you, like if this thing was a fetus, I think it should have choked itself out with the umbilical cord. Like the, the, this is not a birth. This is a the real portion of EC. <laughs> oh my god! I want to pull this placenta up, slap Vince McMahon with it, because this is fucking stupid. You would enjoy that too much. Oh, it's placenta. It's good. Oh. It's good. Throw it on the grill. I'll feed it to my family. Anyways, uh, let's get the business out of the way. Uh, ECW's December to Dismember pay-per-view took... We are recording, right? Okay, yeah, good. I've been drinking. Uh, it took place <laughs> on December 3rd, 2006. I can't believe it's like a week after Survivor Series. Uh, attendance... 4,800 people. Buy rate, 90,000. City that they were broadcasting from, the hotbed of ECW fandom, Augusta, Georgia. ECW, ECW. You know, most of those people, fun fact, uh, don't know how to spell ECW in Georgia. Here's the here's funny thing. Okay, and, and, and I, I was waiting to, I, I was watching the show today. And they kept saying, we're in Augusta, Georgia. And I'm like, oh, I'm so going to make fun of that immediately when we start the show. Uh, but I will say this. Um, the fans were actually good. And if you actually looked at the crowd, there was a lot of old school ECW shirts in the crowd. Like, I mean, like 90s ECW shirts. And that goes back to the fact that ECW was a regional promotion. They only started expanding into uh, outside of the Northeast in the last couple of years. And 
this was one of those moments where it's like, oh, well, these guys must be really fucking excited because it doesn't matter if there's only like, you know, under 5,000 people in the building. These guys like haven't seen an ECW show live ever. Um, you know, I, I think maybe the original ECW played Georgia once, once. Um, so again, watching it and there, there was some, you know, there was smatterings. There was smatterings of, of original ECW chants, like they they tried the "You're a Crack Whore" chant uh, at one point. You know, they they tried the old school ECW chants every once in a while. Uh, they they got really pissed when Sabu uh, was knocked out, uh, of course, by Bob Holly, uh, even though it was never revealed because we don't know how to pay off a fucking story. Um, and, and and it was uh, it was okay, like. The crowd was not bad. Like, again, you think, okay, here's your one branded ECW pay-per-view, December to Dismember. You think, let's let's go in hard, man. Let's go in hardcore, if you will. Uh, let's do Philly. Let's do New York. Fuck it. Let's do Wonderland Racetrack in Revere. Um but no, we went with Augusta, Georgia, and and the crowd didn't suck. They just they, they weren't like as rabid as the Hammerstein Ballroom, but they didn't suck. That let's be, let's put it this way: in the last six months, there's been worse TV crowds. Well, when you're at the James Brown Arena, you know, God damn. You know get up off of that thing. Living in America, thank you. Ow, watch yourself. <laughs> Uh, but yeah yeah i mean they, they were terrible like i said I, I was like i was i was looking for reasons to shit on the crowd and i really don't have one aside from where they live um and and ultimately it was it was a couple of panning shots of the crowd when i saw like oh shit that's like an old tommy dreamer shirt that's like a like a 99 tommy dreamer shirt that you had to buy like through a 900 number that Paul Heyman had siphoned through his family. You know what I mean? It's like, like these, these, there was a few people, enough people to make some noise uh, that were actually ECW fans. So uh, I'll give the crowd a little well, bit of credit. Well, some more things about just about Augusta, Georgia in general. It is yeah. part of Richmond County in Georgia, mm -hmm. uh, and it was established in 1736. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Did you do that uh, research, or are you I, just regurgitating what Joey Styles said? Oh no, no, no! Uh, I was waiting for Joey Styles to like throw out like zip codes, like the best place to get a piece of peach pie, and all this other fucking bullshit. Like, mm -hmm. does he have stock in like Georgia tourism or some shit? Like, he was all about Georgia on this fucking show. Look, we had two matches announced, one of which didn't even include ECW performers. He had to talk about something. <laughs> Who, and it who was, sure who it was wasn't that, gonna be that, Taz. Who was that who's that chick on Food Network that fucking got fired for being a racist from fucking Georgia? Was it Paula Dean or some shit? Paula Dean. Paula Dean. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think she's uh she's a great export from uh, a great Georgianian. Yeah, George Georgian. Georgiani. Lanolin. Lanolin. She's a great Georgianian. Georgia Georgian? Georgian. 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 <laughs> Vigo the Carpathian is starting out <laughs> December to dismember, apparently. Um, fuck, we are off the rails already. Uh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. 
of course, uh, our boys, Joey Styles and Taz, are ringside. Uh, we got uh, the Spanish announced team, Hugo Savinovich, and the other guy, uh, Rebecca DiPietro, is in the back. Justin Roberts is in the ring. And uh, I don't know. We got referees, too. I'm just reading the Wikipedia page at this fucking point. Uh, you know, uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this, Mike. Uh, yeah. Wikipedia is looking for donations again. Um, <laughs> of course they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you're aware of that. I just noticed it on the iPad right now. They're looking for donations. It's great. That's a, that's yeah. a hard X right there. I'm clicking that X hard. <laughs> that's a hard X. Hard X. Uh, dark match. Uh, Stevie Richards and the most extreme wrestler ever, Rene Dupree. Unknown time limit, according to Wikipedia. And I don't even, uh, looks like Stevie Richards might have won. I don't know. This is a match that's never been seen by anybody, and I still haven't seen it. Uh, did it so happen? Did, did it happen? happen? If Stevie Richards beats Rene Dupree in a dark match and nobody sees it, does it actually exist? No is the right answer to that question. No, I, no. Well, I actually looked up real quick on uh, Who Gives a Shit magazine, and yes. uh, there was nothing about this match. So I, I don't know if it happened. I don't believe it did. But Stevie Richards is CM Punk's greatest opponent ever. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, not, not long time ECW World Heavyweight Champion, just incredible. No, no, BWO member, head honcho. And uh, the leader of the the right to censor, Stephen Richards. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, uh, yeah. part of Raven's flo original flock, wasn't it? Or they didn't even call him the flock in ECW. That, that, that was a WCW term, wasn't it? Uh, it was the flock in ECW. It was, uh, he was What's there. The okay. Cause yeah. Because I, I, I know when they got to WCW, like Saturn was a part of it. And, and yeah. Kidman. Uh, Kidman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Loki. Yeah. Maybe. I don't they know. They had Reese. Reese. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's, a, it's a tall guy. He was actually the, the Yeti. Um, the reason I am very flock fluent. Yeah, yeah. The reason I'm very uh, flock fluent is uh, back on Nintendo 64, WCW, yeah. NWO Revenge, you could load the roster by um, stable or faction. Okay. I forget what they called it. Sure. And sure. the flock had their own little uh, faction there. And uh, Reese yeah. was there. And uh, the great yeah. the great colleague, the great colleague of all people stole Reese's finisher. Where is Reese's royalties, damn it? So Reese's finisher, I have no idea who Reese is. I'm not even going to take the time to Google him. Uh, his finisher was a chop to the forehead? No, it was that double-handed choke slam power bomb. Oh, that's oh, that, that, that's a that's a solid move for a big guy. All right, yeah, uh, no, it's a strong move. Like, strong how move. big was this flock member? He uh, was the yeti, big guy. He was the yeti. Like, you got to be a big motherfucker if you're the yeti. Weird looking though, like half of him was like gauze, and even his head, he looked like <laughs> it looked like he had a fez cap on it, oh, wrapped in gauze on his head. That's bullshit. Uh, I actually have uh, two fun flock stories. Uh, I used to eat chicken wings at the Golden Banana with Perry Saturn, and I started a fake fight in a Bickford's and Saugus with uh, Scott Scott Levy, who was uh, Raven. So there's that. I have a I have a fun Bickford story. <laughs> I shit I shit in a urinal one time there. Mine my, my might be better. A at least it's more relatable to this podcast. <laughs> well, 
Me I and mean, Raven started have... a fake fight in a Bickford's, and I used to eat chicken wings at a strip club at Perry Saturn on the reg. Uh, but you took a dump in a urinal. I feel that's there's a story there that I don't know if I want to explore, but we have the time because this is a very short show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, this was this was back in my high school days. If you didn't know, this was an explicitly rated podcast. <laughs> yeah, TVMA. Yeah, sure. Or, or po- what's the podcast rating? We're just explicit. We're like we're like two PMA. live crew. We're like two. We're like two live crew, right? We're like Terry Reynolds and Jackie. We're PMA or PMS. <laughs> what, what were they? I don't know. One of them had a miscarriage. You know what? Wonderful tits. Um, go on. You dumped it in your. Um, yeah, yeah. High high school. I really had to take a shit. This was back when Bickford's was open. Uh, for those who don't know what Bickford's is, regional take, topic here. Yeah, take uh, take Denny's. Yeah, and uh, make it more sad. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say depressed, but sad. But more three a.m. full ashtray type. <laughs> yeah, like all they have left if is you equal. smoked in like a lot of coffee <laughs> at three a.m. Bickford's was your jam in like the Boston area. Yeah, they only had equal. They didn't have any type of sugar. It was just the fucking, the, the equal packets. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I was there. I was out. By the way, this is our review of the Stephen Richards, Rene Dupree match. So you can <laughs> yes. kiss our ass. <laughs> yeah. Because this match never happened. But me taking a shit in the urinal did. Actually so, happened. There's video footage. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually. It's on it. the network. Just check out Sam Roberts podcast. Oh, wow. He does. Oh, he, that, that, that fucking fire, maybe. That oh, sideshow Bob Lincoln. That sideshow. <laughs> Hashtag not Sam. How about not interesting? You fucking sideshow Bob motherfucker. I Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Please tweet at us. We need help. Help us. We're poor. Seriously, we're poor. <laughs> we're poor. Help us. We're poor. Um, there's not really much to the story. Uh, I was drawing. I don't imagine there would dump. I'm guessing yeah, you I got drunk, you went for fucking really pancakes, it. and you took a shit. <laughs> yeah, I pancaked my ass to the bathroom, and uh, there you go. The, re- the rest is your own history. God bless, God bless. All right. Go let's, ha- let's, hashtag, let's, hashtag God bless. Hashtag blessed. All right. Uh, uh, let's start the show. Uh, <laughs> well, we haven't, we haven't started yet. Eminem, Mercury, Nitro, and Melina who Taz has a major hard on for, uh, is facing the Hardy boys, or I should say Matt Hardy and the intercontinental champion, Jeff Hardy team extreme as they're announced. What was like, I still, I know I mentioned it last week to the Hardy boys. They're Titan Tron says the Hardy boys, their graphic across the bottom third says the Hardy boys. Everything says the Hardy boys. But for some reason, we need to announce them as Team Extreme, Matt Hardy, and Intercontinental Champion Jeff Hardy. Fuck you, Matt. You haven't got a title. Team Extreme. I, yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's bothered me. It's one of those little nitpicky things that has really bothered me during this run. Uh, but God damn it, the, 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 these four guys and Molina put on a fucking hell of a 20-minute match. Yeah, I mean, Team Abs, uh, Eminem was unbelievable. Like, oh my abs, god, yeah. Abs for days, like they're baller. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, Johnny this, Nitro is baller, <laughs> ball, straight baller. Um, why? Why did Jeff Hardy look like uh, Jonathan Davis from Corn with the fucking hair? 
uh, was was this where he had a short haircut? Did he no, he haircut? had the fucking he had the fucked up colored. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not following. Uh, braids. I don't get the reference. I'm not going to Google it. Do you know who Jonathan Davis is? I mean, I know corn. I I, I I'm okay. not a huge fan, so I I don't know. All right. Do you know what hair is? I know hair. Okay. Yes, so I have it. okay. So Copious Jeff Hardy's amount. hair. Jeff Hardy's hair looked, looked like looked like his hair. I yes. don't know what his hair looked like. Like Jeff Hardy's. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Ugh, uh, you on. told me I had five. You told me I had five this week, by the way. Hard five. Hard five. Fucking hard five. Tight five. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it, it was a fucking awesome match. Uh, the, besides our, our boy Taz being like really inappropriate about how every time the camera cut to Molina. And he did work in a tomato reference, by the way. He, he called her a tomato at a certain point in the match. He he also threw some shade at uh, Michael Cole. Uh, I don't know if you heard oh, that. Oh, called him but, uh, straight gay. <laughs> oh, he did. He threw some I don't know. I don't know what shade is, but he <laughs> called him. He said he does not like women. <laughs> yes. So it made me. It made he didn't me even Google. allude to it. He was like, no. Michael Cole doesn't <laughs> like women. It's like, wow. And even Joey, you, you could tell because it was a horrible, awkward silence. With Joey Styles, just like the next thing was just like, uh, uh. anyway. <laughs> so I had to Google, is Michael Cole gay? I didn't no, even get to. Definitely not. Well, but I typed in, is Michael, and I put C-O, and it filled in the rest for me. So clearly, this has been discussed before. Here's the thing. Taz is trending. Make it a hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to kind of recap this match, we had uh, it was a wonderful a match. Like, like I really don't give a shit about this pay-per-view. Okay, so, so before we even get to this match, uh, because we will get into this match for a few seconds, um, we covered it. But again, it was one of those things. Like, we started talking about the show off air, and I'm like, let's just start fucking recording because we're going to do the whole goddamn episode before we hit record. Um I very much feel about, uh, especially rewatching. I know this was your first time watching December two. Yes, I, I watched it yep. live on pay per view. Uh, I've watched it uh, once or twice since, and and now I watched it again today for this for this show. And upon a few rewatches, I feel the same way I do about like The Godfather three. Um, it's not great by any stretch of the imagination. However, it's not as bad as the hype, in my opinion. Um, most people will point to the fact that it's the shortest run pay-per-view in WWE history. And I believe it might be. I'm not 100%. I didn't do any research, but I, I believe it might be. Um, it is. Okay. And... My, well, you got to take out the in-your-houses that were two hours. So... Okay. Uh, your but, house, this is the shortest one. Uh, especially of, of, for lack of a better term, modern era. When they were running not only one per month, but multiple per month pay-per-views at, I believe, $29.99 a pop. Uh, this was the shortest. It was, uh, what, like $240, something like that? Uh, no, it was less than that. It was like $214. Okay, so $214. Now, here, here's my thing. Um, it's a, and, and we've covered this. This has been the run of the series. They run 40-minute 
TV episodes every week. It's not like they're they're running Raw that's two, two and a half, three hours, SmackDown, two hours, two fifteen. You know, they're running forty minute episodes every week. So a, a two hour plus pay-per-view isn't bad for this company, especially I mean, shit, man, if you made it this far and you've listened to our reviews of the TV show, they're not doing a fuckload of building on this. I mean, they spent an entire episode playing strip poker and half of the contestants in strip poker had nothing to do with ECW. Now, granted, I'm thoroughly happy that Crystal Marshall showed up on ECW to take her clothes off. However, she wasn't part of ECW. So that being said, a two hour and 14 minute pay-per-view it was fucking tight. Like it, as we'll go through, you look at it like uh, you, you said off air, the 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 match, the first match, which is of course Hardy Boys versus uh, Eminem, and then the main event, the Extreme Elimination Chamber, both twenty plus hour matches. The rest of them are are six and a half to seven and a half ma- minute matches, and they don't need any more than that because if it was like if they were longer, they would have dragged. People and then people will bitch about that. Uh, I look at it just current day topic: uh, the Mandalorian, uh, Disney Plus, Star Wars, Mandalorian. Uh, this season, the the run times have been all over the place. It's like one one was an hour long, one was forty minutes long, one was thirty minutes long, one was twenty five minutes long. And what they're doing is they're allowing the people who are creating this to tell their story in the the given time frame that they need to tell their story, not like here's a specific runtime that you need to hit. Because the bitch of it is, is people are going to complain regardless of what you fucking give them. That's just the way of the world. Um, So if you give them a tight, in this case, two hour and 14 minute pay-per-view, there's those of us who appreciate entertainment that are like, that was a tight 214. Good for them. The fucking, like, I, like, I didn't feel drained watching this like I have watching some of the TV shows. But if, it was a, if they tried to hit that three-hour mark and we needed an extra 45 minutes of pay-per-view put into this thing, there would be more people probably complaining that, oh, this fucking match dragged or Balls Mahoney versus Matt Stryker at a half an hour was just like too fucking much. Of course it would be too fucking much. So uh, I guess that's my long way of saying that I didn't hate this pay-per-view as much as I probably did when I paid $30 for it back in 2006. So I have a little bit of a contrarian view. I know it's a bit of a I was surprise. Gonna, I was going to say, now, now that you watched it for the first time, yeah. your, your, your point of view. So I don't think it's as horrible as the newsletters, dirt sheets, word of mouth have been about the show. I don't think it was that bad. But the problem I have is that 214 yeah. was stretched to 214. Heyman with the promo before the main event. Matt Stryker with that promo before his match. So they really had to stretch it to get sure. it over two hours. Sure. So, you know, I don't necessarily have the problem with it being what, what it was because this fit kind of the blueprint of what an ECW pay-per-view was back in the, you know, mid mid nineties. It was, yeah, they weren't pushing strong. three hours back then. Let's, uh, let's no, no, they were doing two, 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 two and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. so you have that long opening match and your main event and the rest of it is quick, quick right. hitters. 
and you know, let's get the people. So the format was there. The format made sense. But the fact that if you take the pro and I did the math on this, if you take the promo from Heyman out and the promo from Stryker out, you're at two hours and one minute. Well, here's the thing. I would never uh, advise people to take a Paula Heyman promo. Oh, no, for anything. sure. And I'm not, <laughs> so and, 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 but I'm not saying to do that. talk. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not saying to take it out, but I'm just showing you, like, That's they striker, were really yeah, stretching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. They were really stretching that 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 window of time mm-hmm. to, to get it. Because I'm sure it would have been, Titan Towers would have exploded if this pay-per-view ended in an hour and 58 minutes. So, and I'm sure the pay-per-view providers would have been pretty pissed too, but it's not as maligned. It's not as bad as anticipated. I don't like how the main event played out. I don't like how some of the mid card stuff kind of played out, but again, that's just critiquing nitpicking stuff. But again, I mean, would I I ever watch this again? Probably not, but I don't think it's that worst pay-per-view ever i mean this shit from 2015 it was awful like way worse than this if you had to it's not a hard watch no it's not and i think that that's more where i or i'm coming from today because it's like it's not a hard watch like we had to watch this because we're doing this show um and at 214 they made it a very easy pay-per-view to watch like if we were covering something that that ran into one of the more recent WrestleManias, that's fucking like some of them have been eight hours, eight fucking hours of, of Lo- longer, 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 than, longer because longer. because they do the post and the pre. Like you're you remember WrestleMania two thousand? They did the WrestleMania all day. It was a twelve it, twelve hour excursion. I I had I I still think I have. The entire twelve hours on on a few VHS tapes somewhere in storage. Yeah, I mean that that was for a, a groundbreaking WrestleMania, like the first right. WrestleMania, the new millennium, and all that. But like WrestleMania, what the fuck? You know, when you're going from three but now in the that's afternoon, just what they're doing. It's it, just with it, like like it. it in, it's too much. It's way too much. At two thousand, that was like like an anomaly it was like that's something special it's like let's give them an all-day event like the super bowl type of thing and and and, you know we'll have ivory fucking host i remember ivory hosted it that that was the only thing i really remember about it and it's like we'll have her host the whole fucking thing it's like 12 hour build up it's like a big fucking deal and i get it okay fine it's wrestlemania 2000 but now it's like it's expected that wrestlemania is going to be eight to nine hours long without any like special pomp and circumstance it's just that's just the show <laughs> you know you well, bring not multiple only that. portable phone chargers because that shit's gonna die in the first fucking pre-show that whole that whole weekend too mike i mean now that the way it's structured you have smackdown friday you'll have the the hall of fame and, and you got the nxt the new wrestlemania new ever like they're asking a lot of the fan to sit, hey, on a Sunday, sit for eight and a half hours for WrestleMania. I mean, I'm, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with the long weekend shit. I, I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine with that. That makes complete fucking sense. Uh, if, if you're gonna put WrestleMania into a city and you're gonna take over that city for like a you know five days, I get that. That's just making money. Uh, it's the it's the Sunday. It's the WrestleMania Sunday. That's like we're gonna put on an eight hour what used to be a pay-per-view now because they have the network they can just fucking go it's like well yeah we're, we're good 
Like, I mean, pay-per-views used to be like three, three and a half hours long. And, and that was, you know, it was a thing with the, with the pay-per-view provider. You had to hit a certain time or you would be cut off. I mean, there was like, I, I, I forget which WCW show it was, but like they hit a point in the, in the pay-per-view and they ran long and it got cut off by like a bunch of pay-per-view providers. Halloween Havoc 98 Goldberg DDP main event. The yeah. Warrior Hogan match ran long. Yeah. So now, now with the network, you can just go. And, and it's not a good thing because, like I said, it's like you got WrestleMania. It's a nine-hour show. I mean, to, th- this year they split it into two things because COVID. But, like, two things, you know, at four hours a pop is still eight hours. That's eight hours of fucking WrestleMania. And... It's not all A plus. That's the problem. Like if it, if it, if it's like A plus wall to wall, cool, fucking cool, man. But it, you know, well, that, Mike, that, Mike, to to your to your point a little bit though, Mike. I mean, Survivor Series was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That show was almost four hours, and then you have the two hour pre show before that. It's to the point now where every pay per view is four and a half to five hours between the pre show oh, oh, and the show itself. 100%. And, and, and that's actually and that's why. why view, but I think that's why viewership and whatnot, because our minds now are so trained to trade to give me that quick thing right away. That's why Red Zone's so popular in the NFL. Like, sure. they need to find a way to give us the action, condense it, and, and make it worthwhile. Because a lot of people are not willing to dedicate five hours, six hours to I watch know, hell, hell, hell in the Cell. You know, well, and that's just it. It's like it's like I know I'm not like you mentioned the Survivor Series, and and it's like I I watched that probably. I mean, it was obviously a Sunday night, but I watched it probably Tuesday afternoon, and I skipped through a, a bunch of it. I enjoyed the hell out of what I watched, but it was like there was points of it. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Skip, 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 skip. You know, so so for for the viewer that's like me. This this is kind of working in my advantage, even though I'm sitting here bitching about it. Um, it's kind of working in my advantage, where where it's like, yeah, because they're on the network now. I don't have to watch it live. Like I don't have to buy the pay per view and and watch it live or 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 tape it at least live. Um, I I can you know I can leisurely watch it. Like like we talked about uh, what what. Uh, was it Hell in the Cell, the, the last Roman Uso match? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was it. So, so, like, I watched that match. That was the only thing I was interested in. I watched that match, and I think I watched it, like, on a Wednesday. You know, it was like, it was like a Wednesday afternoon because we, you know, uh, I think we had talked about it Sunday night. You were watching it, and, and, and I was like, all right, I'll get around to it. And, and I watched it on Wednesday, and I watched that one fucking match, and I'm like, that match was fucking awesome. I love what they're doing. I loved it. I loved the way Roman was reacting. I loved every part of that fucking match. And I, and I love that they're getting to the rock at WrestleMania. I loved all of that. And I'm like, I don't need to watch the rest of the show. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I'm done. It was yep. a 20 minute fucking pay-per-view for me. That was wonderful. You know, and I didn't pay $20 on a clip. I was like, it's, it's part of my $10 monthly fee. And and even like that that I feel like we're reviewing that pay per view more than this one, but like it well, it's wasn't a short pay per view. We'll get we'll, well get the, to the, 
But the rest of it wasn't good. Like even the main event, like Drew McIntyre I mean, taking it. that bump. He took it. the bump. He took the the stereotypical bump off the cell through a table. You could see the airbags, and not that it's a tough bump. And I, you know, people that listen to us, I'm not discrediting what they do. Okay, but they 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 had padding or whatever the fuck it was. But my 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 point is is the the layer of mystery. Like if I see a magician, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see the trick being done as he's yeah, doing the yeah, trick. Yeah, but I know, you, know you. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, for for the you're, sake you're, of my you're gimmick, calling out the magician. <laughs> for the sake of the for the sake of my gimmick on this on this podcast, I'm trying All to. Right. Fair, fair be, enough. We'll, we'll pretend someone. you don't call the magician out. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, <laughs> I'm not discrediting the bump because the bump's tough, and I get all that, but. Sure. The, the the allure of mystery isn't isn't there anymore because we've seen that bump so many times, yeah. you know. It, it's kind of like you know Rocky Bullwinkle. Watch me pull a rabbit out of my head. That right. trick never works, you know. Okay, kind of shit. I I know what's happening now, you know. So I need I need something different as a viewer. So because again, if you're gonna make me sit there for four and a half hours, I'm sitting there for a fucking blood transfusion. You gotta <laughs> give me you gotta give me something right. that's different. You know what I mean? That's what we're looking for. Yeah, uh, and and I guess uh, cir- circling back, the uh, uh, the the again, it's something that we've said, and and as we're you know again, we, this is uh, the second to last show of this series here, this ECW two thousand six run. Uh, one thing that we've kind of said going through all this is is there's no discrediting the in ring work, like. If you listen to the show closely enough, we're, we're fucking with the the storytelling and and the theatrics of all this. the The in ring work is is pretty goddamn spot on. I mean, you you have people like the Hardy Boys and Eminem. You have people like CM Punk and and Rob Van Dam and and you know, and e- even the ECW originals. Uh, you know, the the Sabus and and the Tommy Dreamers and stuff. These guys are 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 kicking ass in the ring. What the shit we're talking about is more the the outside, the theatrics, the the bullshit, the pomp and circumstance, the WWEing of ECW, if you will, um, and and that's what we got here. Uh, you know, the the Hardy Boys and Eminem put on a, a fantastic twenty minute match that I would recommend people go watch. I agree with that, but how much time collectively have all these people spent in ECW? Oh, this the twenty minutes, twenty twenty two minutes and thirty three seconds. <laughs> yeah, that was the amount of time they basically. Yeah, so your ECW pay per view is being opened by. Oh yeah, yeah, I I agree. Like like structurally, the, like this. Uh, I mean, it's been again. It's part of what we've been saying. The the handling of this brand. If this if this was called anything but ECW, we wouldn't be covering this right now. It, it would just be. It would be NXT. You know, it would just be. It would be the third brand. It would be something different. It would be F, FM. You know, what was it? Not FMW. F, F, FCW. Uh, it, it would have been FCW, uh, but because there was an interest in ECW at this time because of those revival shows, the one night stands in 2005 and 2006. Uh, Shane McMahon didn't get to put it on the internet, and instead we got this. If it was put on the internet, it would have been something completely fucking different. But but to go back to that now, like you only had two matches announced for mm-hmm. this show mm-hmm. going into the show, right? And one of them was this match. Yeah, that but really, the, the match is no ECW that, talent. 
the, the matches they put on aren't going to sell a fucking pay per view. No, I mean, but, Paul Boney versus me, Striker and tell, Elijah tell Burke me I'm getting versus FBI, Davari versus Tommy Dreamer, and the Vampires versus the Cucks. Uh, it's not going to fucking. It's not going to sell fucking pay-per-views. They're, they're selling it off the main event. And the fact that they got the Hardy Boys is just like a huge fucking bonus. It's like, oh, shit. All right. Well, we got to sell that fucking that. It's like it's it's two matches and stuff. But you, you look at other pay-per-views that are going on this time. Like they, they have the video package like in the middle of sure. the show of all the matches sure. that you like. You have Eugene wrestling a blow up penis. You have all these other things that they fucking show. That's going to be at the pay-per-view. Tell me one other match. You have no, you have seven no. matches on the card. No, Just tell me one, <laughs> one. Give me one. Show well, me te- one. Technically six because Stevie and Renee didn't happen. Oh, that that's right. That that's what started this whole thing. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I know. Uh, God, God uh, bless America. God bless America. And God bless Molina. Uh, she took a drop kick right to the fucking face in this match. Yeah, she. Um, <laughs> Oddly enough, probably not the only thing she's taken to the face. She's a good woman. She's she's a fantastic woman. Good woman. Um, Taz will let she's you also, know. Listen to the commentary. Taz, uh, Taz, Taz will uh, let you know. Taz is fucking smoking yeah. it under his table. She is. Oh, my God. He's, he's, oh he's my Taz it up. God, look at the double ghoul on the fucking tomato over there. Oh, oh you hear a screaming, Joey? You hear oh that screaming? God. Oh, my God. All right. Seriously, I actually had to turn the volume down. That that scream was incredibly yep. loud. The first one, especially, because it took because I forgot she did that. Like it's been a while since I watched this era of wrestling, and I forgot. I'm like, and after the first one, I'm like, oh yeah, Melina did that. That the primal scream, Joey. Uh, yeah, she did that. That scream. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, she's gonna do that. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna dial this back a couple of fucking decibels. So she she uh. She also fired back at those critics, uh, calling her a crack whore. Um, she fired back at them. Those critics, uh, you mean the, the Georgia crowd? <laughs> yeah, the George, the Georgians. Um, yeah, calling her she's a crack whore. The, the Augustos. <laughs> Samsonite. Samsonite. Good leather. <laughs> so we had we had a little we had a little crack whore talk. We had a little yeah. gay Michael Cole talk. We had screeching. We have Taz coming on himself. Um, I call this match basically parkour porn um, because it's basically flip, flip, jump, flip, parkour kind yep. of scenario. Everybody gets their shit in and the Hardy Boys get the win. Did you hear Taz? Um, at 27 minutes and 16 seconds, I have in my notes. Fuck you, Taz. The quote is an M&M sandwich, no peanut butter. Taz is an idiot. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Taz, I'm serious. We love you, mean it. But, love you, Taz, but come uh, on, man. Yeah, buddy, come on. Bag of hammers. Yeah, uh, call, 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 call Doc up. See if you can get the DeLorean back and redo some of the shit, buddy. Christ. All right, next match. Uh, so your teacher, Matt Stryker, comes to the ring. Uh, and he is facing... He Here's the thing. I know we I know we talked about the the promos. I didn't hate Matt Stryker's promo because it led to the match that we got and he lost. So it all kind of worked together. I I kind of like this this is one of the few moments that I actually kind of liked Matt Stryker 
in a sense that I hated Matt Stryker. Um, and, and especially because it really looked like he showed up with his gear and someone suggested that he iron on a picture of his face to his ass like 10 seconds before he went out to the ring. Like, there's no way that those shitty iron-on trunks were, like, a thought before he got to the arena in Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, there was more wrinkles on the picture of him than Betty White's twat. I mean, it was a, it was a goddamn JPEG, man. He, he, they, those motherfuckers didn't even use a TIFF or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Taz knew how to use uh, click art. I, I'm, you know, half of me watching this match, I thought to myself, I bet Taz might have been one of the people that suggested it to him. Like, you, you like, bro, you want to get some fucking heat? Put your face on the goddamn ass of your trunks. I'll talk all about it. Like, I, like that actually went through my head. And again, this, this is this is me like trying to give Taz a little bit of props because we've shit on him a lot, and I do love Taz. Um, but uh, and and Taz is like he's actually a talented creative person um he just can't talk uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it went unless it's about pasta unless it's about fucking food and women's body parts uh it, you know it, it went through my head where it was like i bet like i, I i'm not 100 percent, but i would put good money like i would wager a bet to say taz could have been one of the people that was that went up to matt striker and said you want to get some heat? Let's get a picture of your face, and we'll fucking iron it onto your sh- your shitter, and I will talk all about it. Balls and ass. <laughs> now, d- now, do you think Taz was the one who showed the costume department how to download the picture? Oh, definitely not. And don't fucking tee me up like that. I'm, I'm, I'm funny. <laughs> I tried. I tried don't twice. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> But he's, of course, he's uh, he's fighting Balls Mahoney in this match, uh, which uh, it, it's it's Strikers rules, so it's not Extreme rules. It's Strikers rules, which is extreme uh, coveting of the rules. How do you, what what do you say? It's yeah. So you can't pull hair. You can't. All, pull all, off the top it's basically rope. NWA rules. <laughs> basically. It kind of was a throwback to me uh, back when the Quebecers were around and they uh, won the titles from the Steiners. And for God's the, sakes, no cussing. It was the um, Quebecers rules match. And like you couldn't use all these things. Whenever these matches happen and the heel makes the rules, yeah. spoiler, the heel breaks all those rules. And loses. Yes. In Except the Quebecers. Minutes. Except the Quebecers, but... God bless the Quebecers. And, and, and of course, uh, Joey Styles gets to point out that Balls Mahoney was a accomplished high school wrestler until he punched out a referee. That's not an accomplished high school wrestler, Joey. That means he signed up for the wrestling team and got <laughs> drunk and punched out a referee. That's like that's not an amateur background. That's a criminal record. <laughs> that's not wrestling. This is wrestling. It's not fucking wrestling, Joey. I was a high school wrestler. I would never call myself an amateur wrestler. <laughs> so, so I, so anything you do is amateur. So, like, 
right. what, what are we until, all amateur porn stars? For it. Uh, yeah, yes, we're all I, amateur porn stars. Exactly. Uh, well, I, well I, I try not to film myself. I try, not to, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Uh, until you get paid for it, you're amateur. But yeah, I was a high school wrestler too. I would never call myself an amateur wrestler. So Balls Mahoney, fuck you. You're not an amateur wrestler. Um, uh, fun fact about Balls Mahoney, because um, I was going through it. the um, member of the Church of Satan uh, up until his like, passing. Like in reality? Yes. In real life, he was a. Me- if you looked at his shirt, it was a. Um, whatever that fucking star is, the fucking. Yeah, but I figured that was just like a metal shirt. Right. So that made me kind of look into it. And he is a member of the. Was a member of the Church of Satan. Uh, he also died while watching Jeopardy. Weird. Yeah. Not surprising, but weird. All right. It's a weird fact that that's actually documented somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's the weirdest part. Like, not that, he, not that he died watching Jeopardy, but the fact that somebody documented that he was watching Jeopardy. It, I mean, what show, if you, if you died, what show do you want to be known as the last show you watched? Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I say December. To December. December. Yeah. 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 I, I would say listening to two guys watching wrestling. Hey, uh, there we go. Hey, go. Hey, there you go. Get retweets in the afterlife, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Retweet uh, that, Jesus. What's Matt Stryker up to? Do you know? Uh, right now, probably not much. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click on his Wikipedia. Let's see. Let's see uh, I don't want to donate. No, I'm sorry. No, don't. Nope, don't. Please click now. No, no, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Uh, let's see. 2015 to present. Oh, he's from New York. I didn't know international, that. International. Of course, he was a Staten Island fucking social studies teacher as he was announced. I, I didn't know that. Weird, a weird fact. Uh, Child actor, too. Uh, following year, blah, blah, blah. 2016. He was in Wise Guys. He was in Wise Guys with uh, Dave DeVito and Piscopo. That's not a real thing. Yeah. Uh, um, he was. No, I, I know it is. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? It looks like 2016 is his last credited wrestling appearance in New Japan. Uh, yeah. Doing commentary. Looks like next to Kevin Kelly. Oh, man. You know, he was in uh, Big Fat Gypsy Gangster. That was a great flick. So weird that he was a great child. flick. Yeah. It's, wow. it's always weird when you look at their filmography and like wrestling shows. I, I know wrestling's acting, but it's just weird when it when it shows up. Like DDT Pro Wrestling is not part of your filmography. I'm sorry. It's just not it's just not. That's like me putting this podcast on IMDb. It's just it's it's masturbating. <laughs> um, buddy he played uh he played semi-pro hockey too so you guys have yeah. uh kindred spirits between the two of you guys bless. yeah yeah, we, yeah. We, hashtag god bless uh, of course uh joey styles with the line of the night so, and and i still am i don't have it like completely but it's something wrong along the lines of mass strike is the only guy that wants to sit on his own face and it made taz break which was awesome, and the two of them just giggled like fucking children for like thirty seconds after he said it. It's like that's fucking awesome. Like that, that those are moments I love in wrestling, where where it's like, you know, Joey just kind of thought of it and he spit it out, 
and then the two of them just started laughing their balls off. Because it was because if it was fed to them, they wouldn't have giggled for as quite as long. That, that's the one thing uh, to kind of touch on what you're saying. I always love on live TV when wrestlers are forced to break characters somehow just by sure. laughing and shit like that. That stuff I always fucking find hilarious. I broke and, The Undertaker once. That's another story I got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. I, I was at 45 I was at, days of The Undertaker. I was at a SmackDown taping. Uh, it was actually the one where the Dudley Boys debuted in uh, Boston or Worcester. I don't remember which one. One of the two. And uh, Taker was in his big show angle where, where the two of them were riding Harleys in the desert or some such, such shit. I don't know. It was Big Evil or something like that. And uh, the two of them were standing on the ramp watching a match. And I just happened to be like three rows away from the stage. So I was like five in from the ramp, but three rows away from the stage. And I turned around and I start snapping pitches, snapping pitches, snapping pitches. And I finally just yell out. Come on, Mark, give us a smile. And a son of a bitch broke and turned away from me. And I was like, yeah, I got you, bitch. <laughs> Undertaker's retired now. Yep. And I broke him during the fucking big evil run. Good for me. No, on. Completely, completely something off topic, by the way. Um, I noticed this while I was up at 2.30 in the morning the other night. Speaking of padding shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, but do you know in 2007, if you put $100 in Bitcoin, it's worth $140 million right now? I'm Did sure. you know that? No, I didn't. I didn't know Bitcoin existed back then. Yeah. I always have like these fantasies of like going back in time and like. That's like, like Forrest Gump shit, though. Like, yeah. Like, who the fuck knew about Bitcoin in 2007? I didn't know about Bitcoin about, until about three years ago. I bit a coin once. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Elijah Burke and the Man Bear Pig versus uh, FBI and Trinity is here if you didn't know Taz will let you know because she is quite the tomato the toma- I mean she's yeah. she's wearing next to nothing she's wearing a napkin over her vagina it is wonderful um, but yes. guess, who, guess who fucking wins <laughs> like, like we don't even need to really talk yeah. about this match. Little Guido and Mama Luke actually put on a great performance, uh, as do Sylvester Chakai and Elijah Burke. Uh, but the, again, like the in-ring work isn't the problem with ECW 2006. Uh, they have great in-ring performers. It's just like, guess who fucking wins? Not the ECW originals. And I was pulling for him. I, you know, I, I was I was hoping you know the ECW originals, uh, Turkai and Burke really took it to those imposters. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so I, I was pulling from. I'm glad it happened. Look, uh, here's, it came- here's the thing: uh, we got Elijah Burke, we got Sylvester Turkai, Turkey, Turkey, Turkai, Man Bear Pig, and Elijah Burke, and then we got Trinity's entrance. That is what we got. Okay, we're not. We don't. Like it's so clear that they don't give a shit about Guido or Mama Luke. It's like, here's two guys that we're kind of invested in, and then here's the broad that we're gonna watch walk to the ring. Everybody else, shut the fuck up and collect your paychecks. I I feel like Trinity was a, it was a missed opportunity because you know she she was hot. 
uh, but couldn't could not walk in heels uh, to the point where she was supposed to go on the apron and do that Trinity pose, like against the robes, have the cleave hanging right. up in the air. Uh, cleave, yeah, the cleave. cleave. Uh, the 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 heels were such she could not get up to uh, pose with cleave in air uh, to the point where if you looked, Mama Luke and Guido were telling her not to get on the apron. They actually had I to miss- help walk her down the ring because the heels were uh, so high they matched John Cena's cock that she's in love with. So. I mean, that's all the review you need of this match. Sylvester Dekai and Elijah Burke win. Moving on. Uh, Davari with the Grand Kali. Great Kali? Grand Kali? Great. Big Bass. Great. 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 The Great Kali and Tommy Dreamer. And watching this match, I, I know I talked about it either last week or the week before. Uh, Tommy Dreamer broke my heart when his back really wasn't broken, when he actually worked me. Uh, because as an original ECW fan, they made you believe that Tommy Dreamer was a borderline cripple who had zero spinal column and couldn't barely walk. And I bought into that shit hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, God damn it. It was basically like, they, they they basically told the Shawn Michaels story through Tommy Dreamer with the with the with the broken back thing. Difference is Shawn went away for years and years and years, and Tommy Dreamer Dreamer continued wrestling. And we all just kept buying into it because Tommy Dreamer is actually a fantastic actor. <laughs> so there's that. Did you write him a letter wishing him Godspeed? No, I, I don't write letters. It wasn't like, I, I, Dear I don't, Tommy. I don't, I don't put anything on paper. <laughs> Dear, to, Dear Tommy, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Dear Tommy, fuck you. <laughs> and you're back. Still gets the bang Beulah, so good for him. Uh, God, so, God, and, God, and, God, and God bless him for that. God bless him. Uh, but, you know, we'll fast forward through this whole fucking match to, to the very end, because the very end is the only part of this match that really matters. Davari wins, and Tommy gets powerbombed on the fucking stage. And I don't give a rat's ass. I know I just talked about Tommy Dreamer and his fake bad back. I don't give a rat's ass how much acting, how much pro-wrestling bullshit you do. That shit hurts. Like, he just got thrown body first on to a steel fucking plate. And it's just like, ugh, that is so fucking ugly. Now, granted, he hammed it up and started, like, as soon as the camera got in his face, he's like, I can't feel my legs. He pulled the Terry Funk shit. I can't, I can't feel like it was he was literally doing a Terry Funk fucking impression. Uh, but still, like, that shit fucking, like, I don't care what your name is or who you are, that shit fucking hurt your soul when he hit that fucking steel. You think they taught him how to fall? Think they taught him how to fall? No, they don't tell him. No, 
No, God damn it. He fucking hit that goddamn steel like a man, like a goddamn man with a government mule strapped across his ass. Two dollar steaks and rassafras or fucking barbecue sauce. Rawr. <laughs> yeah, but by the way, um, do I was you trying think... not to do sassafras just because that's the other guy's gimmick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and they can suck it. So, uh, do you think they've um, got enough sham wows to clean up the area after he called the fucking Omega match on AEW? Did you watch? Did you watch him and, and listen oh, to him yeah. on that? Uh, I mean, look, uh, I, I've said it many times on Twitter at Mike Went by the way, uh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis have got me reinterested in pro wrestling right now. Period. Like I got, I got nothing bad to say about what they're doing. So, uh, like I haven't watched live pro wrestling since before COVID. Like it's always been DVR with a heavy fast forward button. Uh, but I watched impact and AEW live this past week. So they're 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 doing something good, and it's just, it literally just for the Omega Don Callis shit. Uh, I've actually watched the other other garbage that they're putting out there. Yeah, no, I mean that stuff's cool. Don't get me wrong, but Jesus Christ, Jr. Like fair fucks to him. He was he was pulling this over like it was Rock Austin seventeen. Like he was he was in it to win it. So I give him. I I just think at his age, like. He's going to be shooting out fucking Tony, dust Tony if he keeps... This is bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! Like, oh my god. Like, okay, so there's two... Okay, so AEW, right? Uh, there, there's two types of uh, of cursing, and and what Tony Schiavone did was good, right? When, when Kenny Omega was running away and he just yelled, this is bullshit! Cool. Good. That's, that's a great use of... You, you can curse on this show so that's a good use of it uh what uh brandy rose did with Shaq was so forced and fucking awkward she's like i'm thick of this bullshit and you're an oh my god asshole it's like oh christ almighty just just don't like it just i can't believe she threw water at him what what a what a sign of disrespect who didn't see it coming when tony had that giant glass of fucking water sitting on his goddamn like the that was the first thing i noticed i'm like why is that cup of water so big (laughs) like immediately that was all i saw was like big cup of water like stop it you're so gonna throw it in his face i don't give a shit what you're saying you throw that what? you throw that water. You what? throw it. What? You throw it. You throw that water. Yeah. Match, throw it. match of the night. Ariel Kevin Thorne versus Kelly Kelly Mike Knox. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> oh boy. Match of the night. Uh so <laughs> Mike Knox and Kelly Kelly come to the ring. And Kelly Kelly sneakily gets the microphone and wishes CM Punk good luck in the main event. And to that point. Like, Mike Knox quits on her later in the match, but, like, I would have left right there. Like, I would have left three weeks ago, but at the very least, if you get in the ring to have a match with somebody, and she's like, hey, I'm dating this guy, but I love this guy. It's like, I'm walking the fuck out and not getting punched in the face tonight. You can fucking suck it. Uh, Anyway, 
the vamp <laughs> the vampires come to the ring, and uh, Taz is all about like, oh, guys, he biting her neck? Is he licking her neck? Is it what the vampirism? Oh, well, you might do vampirism with Taz, uh, maybe. Uh, but yeah ariel is just not wearing pants <laughs> <laughs> but but i'm telling you this like when when she was cat fighting with kelly kelly i could see her cervix like i, mean, I can fucking they were they were tight shot in that that she uh does a vertical split that's like this this pay-per-view was rated tv 14 no it wasn't this was graphic <laughs> Holy shit! This was man. uh this was TV VN for Venas. TV Pornhub, Venas. Like holy <laughs> shit! Like God bless Shelly Martinez. She is fantastic. She's and, still and, is she still with us? By the way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right, go, go God bless us. Fans. God yeah, bless. She's, she's good. Uh, but but yeah, uh, like neither neither one of them can really wrestle in this match. It was, uh, it was, it was like, you know, let, let's let the guys do some shit for about six, six and a half minutes. Girls will get in. Shelly will like show you her asshole for about 30 seconds. And then Mike will fuck off and we'll just, you know, beat the shit out of Kelly Kelly. Here's what I gathered from this. And it follows into the main event, which is the next match. CM Punk is the most over person in this fucking company. Period. Because the second Mike Knox bails, CM Punk chants ring out. And like I've I've watched this show like three times and I still was like, did he show up? <laughs> does the does he come down? Because they're really into him. And it goes into the main event because when like when Punk's door opens up in the main event, like it's the biggest pop of the night. Like fuck, you know, Hardy Boys, Eminem, all the other bullshit, RVD, CM Punk popped the night, and so even in 2006, he was the biggest thing in fucking pro wrestling. Yeah, and it's funny, but when we get into that match, there's a couple of points that go back to our previous episode that really rang true in this match. Yeah, Uh, but but a couple of cool Taz isms, Um, Tazism. Uh, he brings up the fact that they probably have a black Christmas tree with blood dripping off of it because uh, this tomato is hanging off the end of it. That uh, Okay, that was it. That yeah. was a tomato reference because I was like, yes. oh, wow, he's actually trying to do something here with the tomato and the... Vi- no, he's not. He's just calling her a fucking piece of food. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, and uh, also he wants to uh, go bite for bite with her uh, oh. as well. Um, and said her outfit was a, uh, quote, weird look. Weird look. Weird look. Him saying that. Okay. Yeah. Right. I love I loved, I loved the season of Project Runway when Taz was the judge. But uh, uh, God bless. You're, try- you're trying to team me up. I know you're trying. Project, run- Project, Project Runway Taz. No, <laughs> yes. not, yet, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Has, Mike has Knox, that. you know Mike Knox is a son of a bitch. Do you know that? I, I've heard that. Yeah, they said they said that about uh, I don't know forty times. Son of a bitch. That son of a bitch, Mike Knox. 
He's a son of a bitch. <laughs> That's literally like, oh, you, oh, fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stop being an asshole, you asshole. Yeah, that's that's tremendous. Any anything more on this match? Sandman comes out. That's right, he did. That's who made yeah. the save. I was like, yeah. I, I I I spaced on it for a second because I was so caught up in you know Taz's the cer- the project the runway and and, show- and, 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 show- yes. and and and, Sh- and Shelley's fucking internal organs that I was looking at. Holy shit, she was not wearing pants. <laughs> she was wearing she was wearing like, nothing but a big honestly, old crack in that ass. Like I said, I've watched this show probably four times, and that is definitely something I remember. Is <laughs> is that vertical split that she's like choking out Kelly with her heel, and I'm just like, there's just no pants there. <laughs> And the cameraman's way up in there. (laughs) What do you think she was supposed to have on? I think that's exactly what she was supposed to have on. I don't think anybody fucked up. No, yeah, no. I I mean, we—they're trying to sell fucking pay-per-view buys, man. Fucking Ariel is just—she's basically raping Joey Styles every week to try to get ratings, man. It's like she's doing her part. God bless her. Hashtag God bless. Hashtag God bless. Hashtag rape Joey Styles. <clears throat> uh, we got another hashtag for you. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Sabu's not in the main event. What the no. fuck is going on? No. No. Nope, no. He's not in the main event because earlier no. on, uh, mysteriously enough, we go backstage and we see Sabu laying on the ground. Who hates they- Sabu? Is it the Denver Broncos? <laughs> is it Mrs. Brafrosky? No, it's <laughs> fucking hardcore Harley. This is up there with like the higher power of like the the it's the, so the intrigue, the intrigue. Like, who who did it? Who did it? Like they would have been better off last week just fucking having him lose to Hardcore Holly in a match. Because at the very least, you wouldn't have gotten the booze from the crowd this week. But but taking him out like mid show, and it did. It, it happened like in between like the Balls Mahoney Elijah Burke match. It was like, oh, Sabu is laid out. What's happening? And then, all of course, Rob Van Dam and CM Punk are helping him into the the fucking ambulance. And Taz is saying he's got a broken neck. And Joey Styles is like he's the toughest son of a bitch ever. He glues his bones together. And 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 it's like you got Rob Van Dam and CM Punk helping him into the, the ambulance. And and Taz is saying he's got a broken neck. And Joey Styles says he glues. It's like it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like the whole the whole scenario is so unsabu. I have a cool number two pencil in my hand. Can I rebook this? I have Go a great right idea. Go ahead, Mister Booker man. It was not Hardcore Holly mm. that jumped Sabu, but it? it was CM Punk. Okay, I mean that that would at least tell a story, but they didn't play either one out because. Big Show is leaving shortly thereafter. You need a real respectable heel to go for the title. Ooh. I think it would have been much better since CM Punk is so over with, with the fans to really push that straight edge. I'm better than you bullshit. 
could make them like him even more. Then you have an interesting, as they say, dichotomy uh, of the character uh, at that point. So I think it would have been a nice little segue. Plus, with Sabu leaving the company shortly thereafter, putting CM Punk over on his quest to become the ECW champion would have been much better fodder than this diarrhea that we're. No, uh, no, I, I think Bob Holly hit him with a NASCAR and moved on with his life. Uh, that's what happened. Oh, okay. I'll put my pencil down. Yep, he he hit a hard left left turn, put a big old fucking digger of dip down in his jaw, and just was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna turn to the left and hit him, and I'm gonna kick his ass and win the title." Goddamn Bob Holly! I love Bob Holly, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see the South Park episode with the fucking race car? That's the, exactly the what I was referencing. Dipping the okay, so 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 fun fun uh, GTA side mission. Uh, on on Wicked Bites, I got to interview uh, Danica Patrick, and building up to that interview, her people asked for a list of questions that I was going to ask her, and the only real question I wanted to ask her, they actually approved, but I forgot to ask her during the interview, which was, what did it feel like to be killed on South Park? I fucking hated myself for forgetting to ask her that question. We talked about Elvis racing cars, what she liked to eat in New England, blah blah blah, bullshit, bullshit. But they actually approved the fact that I that that I could ask her about South Park, and I forgot. So that was that. That's that's such a sad, sad story. It's sad, right? Sad, it's tragic. Fucking I want the tragic. answer now. I want the answer now. My guess is she would have said I didn't see it. I don't ba- believe her. Based on based on the, I don't believe her either. But based on the interview I had, I would guess that she would have said she didn't see it. No, was that the wet mop you were talking to? No, I'm, no. I'm not sure what that what that's referencing. Oh, just I don't think she really has much of a personality myself. Oh, no, she was fine. No, she huh? she was she was absolutely right. fine. Fuck me then. All right. Yeah, she, yeah, she 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 was okay. She she was okay. She she gave me as much shit as I gave her. She was okay. Oh, Fairfax. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of fair, speaking of Fairfax, four feet tall. She's cute as hell. Speaking of Fairfax, Rebecca is in the Damn back. Man. Bobby oh. Lashley, one goal, one mission, two eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> he's. Got, I I took note. I'm like, oh, he's got him. He's got him on. See, I didn't realize that until this past year. See, see what those I mean? are not real eyebrows. Those are not. I real know, eyebrows. but he was always good about having them on, like up until this last year. I never. You wonder what he looks like. The, the with the fucking eyebrows. It's like when you with, get that thing from CVS, the, the the face with nothing on it. You have the little magnet, and you would drag the 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 particles to make like facial hair or hair or I whatever. Just, no, no, no. This was. I'll I'll find it and I'll put it on our. Uh, on yeah, Facebook please. page, tweet, which tweet is uh, which is uh, two guys, two guys watching wrestling on Facebook. I will put that picture on there. It's, it's exactly what I'm talking about. But you would have this little mechanical pencil or whatever that would drag the metal fragments to make goatees, eyebrows, nose hair, whatever you want to do. Because you could no be idea. silly. You could be silly. It's a toy. You could be really silly with it. <laughs> um, and uh, but that's what it looks like. Someone just put like mechanical metal eyebrows on him. Uh, he just looks like a fucking robot. Nah. You don't think he looks like a robot? Teacher? No, 
Uh, I mean, I mean, he has zero personality, but but like I, I didn't realize the like I said, I haven't realized the eyebrow thing until this past year. So it was like I took notice. I'm like, like I was actually watching and looking, and I'm like, oh yeah, like they look completely fucking normal right now. So so the uh, I believe Jan is the WWE makeup woman. She did, she did a good job getting them on there. I heard CM Punk. Good Jan raise. Jan raise. Good Jan raise. Seriously. Yeah, God bless. I, I understand bless. COVID is COVID is a thing and stuff, but Jan can definitely continue to paint Bobby's eyebrows on. Uh, anyway, there we go. Main event. <clears throat> the Extreme Weapons Elimination Chamber Match for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, oh, boy. Stra- strap in. Strap and in, they baby. give you... They give you a great video package that's edited out because the original song's not out there. But I did what send you something. What was the original something. song? I, I don't know, but oh. I have a better song. And you and I talked about it uh, while I was watching it. Okay. If you guys wanted to have a very similar uh, Dark Side of the Moon with Wizard of Oz, sync up the video package yep. to B-52's Rock Lobster. Oh, that's right. <laughs> And it fucking almost fits absolutely perfectly. That's it's right. it's fantastic. The video package, not very good, but when you play it with Rock Lobster over it, much, much better. Right, that's right. I do remember you put you sending me that. Uh out first, uh whoa, big show, big sleazy Paul White uh hits his uh he, he hits all the corners. I, I, I love that. Like I get it. It's pomp and circumstance. It's the fucking chamber, but him having to go to every goddamn corner and beat the shit out of the pod as if it's like, oh, is this one safe? Is this one safe? It's like, just get in your fucking hole. <laughs> like, just get in your fucking well, hole. We got six other guys we got to get out here, dude. And, and you know, seriously. So uh, Big Show is in pod number one with a barbed wire baseball bat. Uh, let's see. We got, we got test test who, Oh my God. How do you fit? How do you fit in there? You're so swollen. The fucked up thing is we got, we got six, seven foot tall out of shape, 500 pound big show. And we're worried about how test is going to fit in because he looks like a baked potato on fucking chopsticks. Uh, he's, he's in his pod with a crowbar. Bobby Lashley has uh, a table in his, and CM Punk has a steel chair in his pod. And then starting off the match, we got RVD and Hardcore Holly. Yep. And uh, they were at the beach, and everybody had matching towels. <laughs> Go on. Oh, no. I, well, it just I, wasn't a rock, Mike. It what? was a rock lobster. Oh fuck you! <laughs> uh, I, I think I think you're done. <laughs> no, 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 I got two. I got two. I got two, I got two left. I got two, two left. left. Jesus two left. Christ! <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, hardcore Holly and Rob Van Dam start this. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, so this, so thing this, here. this is like the. It's it's 24 minutes and 42 seconds of elimination chamber. And we've seen a bunch of elimination chambers over the years and not counting the, the revamped elimination chamber. Like there was more 
violent ones that had nothing to do with ECW or weapons or extreme. Like the the stuff that Triple H and Shawn Michaels the, those elimination chambers like those guys really and I mean really fucked themselves up. Like this one here was yep. so goddamn quick. It was a Bobby Lashley Big Show match. Yeah, essentially that's what it was. Like, and the first one they the had fa- uh, Triple H almost got killed. RVD with the the frog splash and yeah. his throat. So. Like I thought, I thought that was this match. I was waiting for that moment because I remembered Rob Van Dam jumping off the top and doing the frog splash, and all of a sudden he finally got up there and test fucking Ric Flair slammed him off the top of the thing, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I, I d- distinctly remember Rob Van Dam doing a frog splash off the top of the fucking, thing, but that was a different elimination chamber. Yeah, that was Triple H. He almost killed him. Triple H had to get rushed, rushed to the hospital right. after that match because of his Still throat. finish what, it, what? though, because he's a psychopath. But, you know. <laughs> Goddamn crazy. Jesus yeah. Christ. Wrestlers, man. Jesus, man. He, he uh, had, what, his, 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 his quad blew up. His tore his pecs off. It's the fucking throat thing, like. He's he's a fucking robot, not Lashley. I stand corrected. I don't give a shit. Pro, pro wrestlers are the toughest sons of bitches in the world, uh, and I will say that till I'm blue in the face. It's like I get I get a mild cold, and I stay in bed for three fucking days. These guys wrestle when their muscles are off the bone and their arms are dangling about like fucking spaghetti. It's like these guys break a fate. Like uh, some of them are dead, and they're still wrestling. It's like Jesus. It's crazy, man. Like, buddy, it, buddy, I get I get gout and I need a fucking cart yeah. to get me around to get me drive through dinner. Like, oh, I get I get a fever. Yeah, I'll see you in a week. Leave me alone. I don't don't talk to me. I'm not getting out of bed. Meanwhile, a wrestler like smashes his every bone in his face and he's like, Yeah, I can finish 15 minutes. <laughs> what? Like, so we 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 definitely shit on re- on wrestling. Yeah. But- Wrestlers deserve all the fucking respect. Yeah, fair uh, fucks. So, God so, bless. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so RVD and Harko Holly, you know, give it their best. Uh, they they beat the shit out of each other for a bit, and like I said, biggest pop of the night is when that goddamn cage opens up and CM Punk comes out, and it was like, like the I talked about the crowd in the in the beginning, and yes, they were there was smatterings of an original ECW crowd. But by and large, I think they were responding to the show, and the show was very cold, so the the crowd was very cold. But when Punk came out, it was like that was the big pop of the night. It's like, holy shit, this guy is who they want to see. And he got eliminated first. Yeah, which goes back to last month. A hundred percent. It goes back to last month with all that shit, with Triple H putting his arm around him, he sensed it. He knew this guy's going to be the next big thing. So you know what we're going to do? You're out first, buddy. Take a back seat. There you go. Yep. Uh, so he, he gets eliminated first, and then Test in succession knocks out a hardcore Holly and Rob Van Dam. Hilarious. Test. God, what is he calling him? God's gift to ECW. This guy thinks he's attractive. He's a rat-faced fucking potato. He he is so swole, it's unbelievable. Oh. But I will say that elbow drop onto RVD to eliminate Ooh. 
that that was fucking sick. That sure. that that was I like that move sure. a lot. That was that was pretty fucking cool. Um, Tess gets knocked out uh, by Bobby Lashley, and we get the Bobby Lashley Big Show match that uh, they actually wanted us to have. Uh, Big Show is gross. Uh, he's bleeding. He's he's snotting. He's drooling. He's spitting. Taz is recounting all of this. Oh, Joey, he's fucking spitting and drooling and bleeding. He's like he's a, like a fucking medical experiment. It is big, big, big show, big, gross, big, big, big. My God, it's like he's like he's like when my 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 mom makes spaghetti over here. He's like he's like she like, puts a little bit of her blood into it, <laughs> a little bit of the flavor in the, in the marinara, you know. And then she she spits up on a little bit. She puh, puh, puh. She says, "Yo, uh, eat up, eat up, Tazzy." She calls me Tazzy. You know, it's a, no big deal. You know, she she could call me Tazzy Joy, but I'll I'll cut your fucking throat if you call me Tazzy. You know, fuck, the fuck, all right, you know, ECW, ECW, you know, fucking comical. Anyway, you see Trinity with the fucking tomatoes. Oh my god, she's wearing red too. It was like a tomato. It was like I was like, oh, like all the blood rushed to my balls. It was fucking amazing. And then fucking Ariel comes out. She's not wearing any pants. It's fucking like uh, ECWs. Oh, fucking December. Man, this is fucking Christmas morning over here. You know what I'm saying? Joey, you fucking goddamn cocksucker. Ah, oh, man, fucking great. Anyway, the fucking Big Show loses this fucking match. It's fucking hilarious, right? Because, because Bobby Lashley, like, like, I don't know, he's, 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 he's a guy, man. He's like the guy with the big bald head and fucking eyebrows. I don't know. Vince McMahon seems to fucking love him. I don't know. Well, next year we're gonna see him and uh, Samoan with Donald Trump. It's gonna be fucking weird, and uh, somebody's gonna shave their head. Uh, Steve Austin's gonna get involved because they can't sell fucking tickets. But you know, it's gonna be fucking great, man. A fucking unbelievable. But you know, you know, ECW, ECW. December to this member. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Taz. Uh... Thank you for that. I don't, Taz. I don't that know was what Taz so was explaining there, but he explained the whole fucking show. <laughs> yep. No, it's, that's basically it. And I also just found out that Italian women have olive oil in their DNA, apparently. <laughs> apparently. T A Z, whole fucking show. <laughs> uh, God bless Taz. God bless Taz. Yeah, Bobby Lashley gets the, the fireworks, like a lot of fireworks, so much fireworks that you couldn't even hear Joey Styles wrapping up the show. I don't know if you noticed that, Rich. Oh, no, I, I, I noticed. and I, Joey was I, literally I, screaming, and I yeah. couldn't hear what he was saying. He was screaming the wrap-up of the show. Thank you for joining us on ECW December. And you could not hear him because Bobby Lashley's fireworks were so god damn loud holy about a rocket up your fucking ass well i think it was one of the rocket for the fucking fireworks <laughs> shut up his ass because holy hell i've seen fourth of july they love this guy like with less fireworks than this fucking thing holy yeah. shit this was yeah. something else yeah they loved it they, they they absolutely are all in on bobby lashley no pun intended uh, you know who was you know who was not all in Sabu on Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Bobby Lashley was not all in with Paul Heyman at this time, apparently, because Paul Heyman was so disheveled yep. with what happened. Uh, he leaves. Oh, literally that night. Yes. Like, like that was it. Like, I mean, every, everybody's done reviews of this show. Every wrestling podcast, every wrestling YouTuber has done a review of this show. And, and we're probably going to use the same fucking thumbnail. And it's that one of Paul Heyman with his hand over his face with the cage, uh, you know, as it was because Big Show was losing. Paul is a professional and he was on Big Show's side. But it also is indicative of what he was feeling through this show. And as he said in many interviews since then, like they destroyed it plain and simple. It's like they, they were changing the show. The reason the show was a mess was because they were changing the show during the show. Uh, we mentioned from the top that there was only two matches uh, booked and fucking the main event still got changed. Like Sabu was in the main event and it still got changed mid show. They were changing the shit throughout the show. It was it was like the straw that broke Paul Heyman's back, plain and simple. And he bailed. And we got fucking four more years of EC dub, EC dub on WWE, WWE. Yeah, and we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about more of it next week yeah. when we do the wrap up show and finish it yeah. off. But if you look ahead on the thumbnails on the network, like it goes from like this is probably the end of what's kind of reasonably recognized as ECW, and it just turns into like, like they tried. There, was, there was a few of them that tried. You know, there but, was Paul Heyman, there was Tommy Dreamer. You know, those guys fucking they they tried to do something, but the machine was too big and was moving too fast for them to keep up, and they they made it SmackDown light, plain and simple. Like so quick, even the TV, even the TV shows that we covered last week were like the, the, the set and the staging was already looking like SmackDown light. And it was like, it wasn't different. It wasn't unique. It wasn't ECW. Um, and I mean the, the fact that from day one, they were using the ECW guys as jobbers for all the fucking new guys. Like, Partially, you can understand it because you want to build new talent, but partially it's like they're also shitting all over the legacy that they're trying to make money off of. So, To, to kind of give, a, a, in my opinion, a really good analogy, it's you finally get the rights to Coca-Cola, yeah. and in the bottle, you put lemon juice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. That, that's, you know, you own the rights to this brand that people know and people follow and you just totally give them something they either don't want or don't expect. Sure. And it, it didn't start that way. That's what really, and again, we'll probably get more detail in next week, but watching June, July, August, at least it felt a little they like were ECW. Like, the, like they were trying, they, they had yep. the, obvi- the obvious restrictions and the obvious, um, the obvious TV bullshit that they were trying to deal with. Um, hence the zombie and stuff like that, but they were still trying to put on an ECW show. Even the fucking strip poker thing, as goofy as that is, was something they weren't doing on WWE, like Raw and SmackDown television. So they were still trying to do stuff that was different and that was, you know, in the, the realm of cable TV edgy, 
you know, I mean, in 2020 with the, you know, the likes of, of the internet, it's not edgy these days because, you know, fucking, you can watch people play strip poker on TikTok now. But back then in 2006, you know, it was, it was their version of edgy. Like I said, it was like, it was Vince doing the, uh, going into the cheerleaders locker room for the XFL. Let's fucking get ratings, you know, but it just, it went goofy. It didn't work, and it went goofy real fucking fast, and people didn't respond to it. But ultimately, and then we'll get into it more next week, but ultimately wrestling gets ratings, which is why it lasted, what, four or six more years? Four. Four more it years. It ended uh, 2010. Because wrestling gets ratings. Because despite, like, whatever the, whatever the best, like, whatever... No matter how bad your wrestling show is, it's still the highest rated show on your network because wrestling gets ratings. It's weird. Like, we can talk about how much Raw's ratings have dipped in even even this year. Let's just take this year. But if you look at the ratings, it's still probably the best fucking show on USA Network, ratings-wise. Yep. Ratings-wise. Yep. It's I mean, still, it's, 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 it's still getting, a show they're using to put other shows over. They're still it's, doing it's that. not ninety ninety eight ninety nine. It's not getting the fucking the nine point eights and the eight point sixes that they were getting back then. They're getting one point fucking nothings, but it's still better than reruns of fucking I don't know SVU or any other Law and Order show that they're running. Like it's still getting ratings. So wrestling always gets ratings, which is why bad wrestling sticks around for a long fucking time. Yep. Most definitely. And there was an interesting article I read a couple of weeks ago and it was, I want to say it was from Russell votes, but I don't want to give them credit because they have a tendency to take a lot of credit for things they don't report, but, um, (laughs) but it was, um, how TV viewing and, and entertainment as a whole is different you know, from what it was 15 years ago and all that and how to kind of equate ratings nowadays to what it was back in 10 years ago, 20 years ago and getting a million, a million and a half viewers is the equivalency of getting almost 5 million viewers because you know, you have so you can watch raw on YouTube right now. You can watch raw on YouTube right now in four minutes. You well, know, well, e- even so, e- even if you watch it live, like I'm, I'm a YouTube TV subscriber, and those those numbers don't count because that's streaming. You know what I mean? Like, like I DVR Raw every, and SmackDown and AEW, and I don't, I don't get access, so I don't. I watch that on Twitch. I watch Impact on Twitch, uh, but I still DVR them. But even those numbers don't fucking count. Because it's all streaming. Unless you're watching on a box, on a, a fucking cable box, your numbers don't count. So it's it's wildly different. Plus, there's the whole uh, the DVR system, which is the plus three, which is if you watch it within three days on DVR, or the plus sevens if you watch it within seven days on DVR. So th- there's there's a shitload of different ways that numbers are counted nowadays, whereas back you know, back in the heyday, back in the Attitude Era, back in the late 90s, when wrestling was the epitome of pop culture, 
um, you would get nine, ten million viewers on a Monday night watching both fucking shows, and it was you know, like that was commonplace. Like they they were the biggest like Monday Night Raw and Monday Nitro because they were two to three hours each were the top five spots on cable television every single week for probably five years. Period. Yeah, to, to the point where, and you know, you and I talked about this before when we were, another episode, I forgot what it was, but we talked about watching one and then staying up to watch the other, yep. either by taping it well, that, or well, that was the nice watch thing Raw, about you can watch the replay on Nitro. Exactly. Yeah. That was the nice thing about Nitro was because uh, I was a, a WWE guy, uh, WWF guy, 100%, always was. So I would watch Raw. And if I heard something interesting was going to happen on Nitro, I would wait till midnight for the replay of Nitro and, and catch that. Or I would tape like the midnight replay of Nitro. Um, but still, it's like you were keeping up week to week because you had to because there wasn't all these other options there was you know like yeah it, it was it was a completely different way of watching television and uh yeah oh not just not to sound like not to sound like old men with this but i mean this it is, is it. part but this is part of the this is part of the luster that's gone nowadays like oh that 100%. was the, that was the fun of it hundred percent. Like it, it was, you know, and, and even I remember Jerry Lawler saying it like, well, after it was, it was a term that was realistic. Um, I remember him coming back, uh, at one point and there was a big moment and it was well into the social media era. And he said something along the lines of call your friends and tell them this is happening. And some, and like Michael Cole laughed at him or something like that. And like, I remember the days when that was a real fucking thing when like, you know, something would happen on raw, like, you know, of course, you know, post WrestleMania 14, if Shawn Michaels showed up on raw, your phone rang from your friend being like, are you fucking watching? And it's like, yeah, I'm fucking watching. I can't believe he's fucking there. Like, because that was a thing that didn't happen. Like Shawn Michaels showing up, I remember being a big deal post WrestleMania 14 when when Austin beat him. So it, it's it's a complete it was a completely different world, and and ECW was part of that, you know, in, in a different respect because they were on syndicated, uh, pay not pay per view, but like uh, they they were paying they were paying for the rights to to broadcast their show on syndication. The what what if you go into the the network is the hardcore TV section for me. And I know we've mentioned this before on the show was I had to set my VCR. Google it kids. Uh, I had to set my VCR for the Spanish channel, which was channel 16 in here in Massachusetts on Comcast for 3 a.m. on Sunday to catch an hour of ECW TV that week to week, you know, that's how I watched it in the 90s because they didn't have a TV until they got TNN. Um, so this was like for ECW fans that this this uh, this run was uh, a little love hate type of thing because it's like, yeah, we get ECW, but we really don't. 
and they're really tarnishing what we remember and what we loved about it. And yeah, we get guys like Sandman and Sabu and RVD and FBI and Tommy Dreamer, but they're all being shit on. So it's like, uh, do we really? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We'll, we'll do more of this next week when we wrap up. This yeah, because there's going to be a lot of... Because I could do this for the next fodder. five fucking hours, but, yeah. but, but that's not the show that we're doing right now. We're, we're wrapping up December to December. Uh, and next week is is where we're gonna you know spend a little. Uh, and I more. and I feel and I feel like you know next week, you know there's three episodes. One of them's an end of year review that I don't really think we necessarily need to talk about. But I think a fun thing to kind of talk about is was this relaunch worth it? And if it was worth it, why kind 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 of feeling? Because we went into this you know having one opinion. I feel kind of differently than I did at the beginning. So that would be an interesting question for next week. Was this relaunch really worth it? It's a good one. Sounds good. All right. And that will wrap up ECW's December to dismember from 2006. Thank you for joining us on two guys watching wrestling mike went rich ellison uh please uh rich do the do the facebook and uh twitter plugs all right facebook we're at two guys watching wrestling the number two guys watching wrestling on facebook on twitter we are at do guys wrestle pod number two guys wrestle pod uh give us a like give us a follow give us a thumbs up uh send us a can of green beans whatever you got to do just make sure you do this to get us that one step closer to that hashtag blue chew money. Please, please indeed. And we will see you back here next week for the series two finale of 2006's rebirth of ECW on two guys watching wrestling.